All right, welcome to Jesus Calling, November 16th. As you look at the day before you, you see a twisted, complicated path with branches going off in all directions. You wonder how you can possibly find your way through the maze. Then you remember the one who is with you always, holding you by your right hand. You recall, I promise to guide you with my counsel, and you begin to relax. As you look again at the path ahead, you notice that a peaceful fog has settled over it, obscuring your view. You can only see a few steps in front of you, so that so you were turned so you tur- excuse me so you turn your attention more fully to me, and begin to enjoy my presence. The fog is a protection for you, calling you back into the present moment. Although I inhabit all of space and time. You can communicate with me only here and now. Someday the fog will no longer be necessary, for you will have learned to keep your focus on me and on the path just ahead of you. First reading is Psalm 73, verses 23-24. Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me to glory. And the second verse is 1 Corinthians 13:12. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So today's devotional is really poetry, it, and so are the verses so well written it it paints a picture of a path where you can only see a few steps in front of you because of a fog that has settled in to protect you have you ever found yourself to be that focused so focused that you really forget about everything else around you you forget about the future the past all other concerns simply have left your mind as you are fully focused on the task at hand. I've had that a few times that I can recall, and it's some, there's something very peaceful about it. You almost have to, you almost notice it after the fact, uh, rather than noticing it in the in the present moment. I found myself to be in a couple of great discussions this week. One was on Sunday morning in our adult Sunday school class. The teacher was going over the book of Ecclesiastes. In that book, the author talks about various things that are meaningless in life, a chasing after the wind, as he calls it. These were things like pursuing success out of envy, basically keeping up with the Joneses in pursuit of material things. Those are That's meaningless. Or just having a bunch of material possessions, but no one to share it with, also meaningless. Those things are mentioned in Chapter 4. And then in Chapter 5, it talks about how those who love money will never have enough. And this brings me to another great discussion 
that happened last night with my wife and kids. We started talking about what the kids wanted for Christmas. Then the discussion kind of went to getting what you want in life. And finally, the discussion ended up going to the attitude you have about getting or not getting what you want in life. And specifically, what's the right perspective to have about getting what you want in life? And my kids range from ages 12 to 17, so they are at different points in their maturity. They all know what they want, but they each deal with the prospect of getting what they want or not getting what they want a little bit differently. And since my wife and I are 30 years older than our kids, we deal with it differently. But our attitudes about those things make such a big difference in our lives, make such a big difference in our relationships, in our contentment, or to use language from Ecclesiastes, whether we are striving for things that are meaningless or meaningful. We can spend a lot of our lives pursuing things that are ultimately meaningless. And, you know, just listen to these last few verses in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 5, verses 18 through 20. It goes like this. Even so, I have noticed one thing, at least, that is good. It is good for people to eat drink and enjoy their work under the sun during the short life God has given them and to accept their lot in life. And it is a good thing to receive wealth from God and the good health to enjoy it. To enjoy your work and accept your lot in life, that is, this is indeed a gift from God. God keeps such people so busy enjoying life that they take no time to brood over the past. So are you brooding over the past? Are you brooding over your uncertain future? Or are you on the path, focused on the next few steps in front of you, letting God lead you through the fog, not too worried about what is up there 200 yards ahead or what is back there 200 yards behind you? God is calling us back to the present moment to enjoy life with him here and now. And as I think about that, that sounds pretty good to me. So hopefully that is encouraging to ponder a little bit. I'll go ahead and go into prayer. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to enjoy life here and now with you. Help us to focus on our path at hand and not be too worried about the past or future. And to have the right perspective, to enjoy what you have given us, not to be too envious and wanting so much what others have, but to enjoy what you have blessed us with. Help us to gain that perspective as we become more mature in life and as we learn more of your wisdom as we go through life. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have a great day.